Sometimes, dead is better. The Indians knew that. They stopped using that burial ground, and the ground went sour. Don't think about doing it, Lewis. The place gets holier. The place is evil. Sometimes, dead is better. Nice, that was Fred Gwynn from Pet Cemetery, and uh, today I'm going to tell you guys a story uh, and do this little mini podcast stoner fucking thing that I've been trying to do or whatever. I'm going to tell you a story about how Stephen King was almost killed by my dad, narrated with music from the Ramones in the background. Non-copyrighted fucking usage, so guys can fuck off. All right. So basically what happened was De Laurentiis Entertainment Group is out there in Wilmington, North Carolina. They put out all kinds of movies, but they put out a lot of Stephen King shit. They put out Maximum Overdrive, and the, of course they put out Pet Cemetery. If you haven't seen the original Pet Cemetery, that's the one you fucking need to see. So basically what happened was Greenboro Loop Road is the road that they filmed out there where the kid gets hit by the semi and the cat and all the shit. That burial ground's not really there, <laughs> but that road really is there, and that road really does act as a, a trucker road, and of course you can imagine there's a lot of fucking roadkill and accidents accumulated over the years. Anyway, my dad has these friends that live out there on Green Barrel Loop Road. They had a baby, and the baby was like three years old or something like that, you know, and the movie came out, Pet Cemetery. They saw it. And of course, the fate would have it. The baby gets out of their house two weeks after they see this movie or whatever. Gets out in the Greenboro Loop Road and of course a trucker just fucking runs the baby over. This guy gets fucking obviously crushed and he approaches my dad. My dad is a hot-headed, was a hot-headed asshole redneck that would kill you, or pretty much anybody, for that matter. Third degree black belt, very violent motherfucker. So the guy comes up to my dad. He knows my dad delivers milk to the movie studio. He knows he's had lunch with Bette Midler and Robert Redford and these fucking dicks. And uh, so basically he says, Bill, if you ever see Stephen King out there at the movie studio, you gotta kill him. My dad agrees and says, yeah, I'll fucking kill him, man. Six months later, he doesn't see him at the movie studio. Where does he see him at? He sees him at a shoe repair store in Wilmington. My dad gets out of the truck. He goes into the fucking store. He approaches Stephen King and says, you're Stephen King, right? And he goes, ah, yeah, sir. That's my Stephen King imitation. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, what can I do for you? My dad's like, you made that Pet Cemetery movie? And he goes, yeah. My dad's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, man. I'm going to fucking kill you for making that blasphemous-ass shit. He grabs Stephen King by his scruff of his fucking neck, and he's about to snap it in three places. Stephen King begs for his life. No, please, let me defend myself. My dad says, okay, go ahead. And uh, Stephen King says, I have nightmares about this shit, you know? These movie dicks come around, and they buy this stuff from me, and then they convert it into movies. He goes, do you have nightmares about this stuff? Stephen King's like, yeah, I do, as a matter of fact. And he goes, and he, my dad let go of him and goes, you're already fucked in the fucking head. Fuck you. 
<laughs> Low IQs, man. <laughs> anyway, dealing with a genius like Stephen King. I'm glad my dad didn't kill you, but uh, he could have. Anyway, you guys, take care. Be good. Bye.